Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized or traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, and holistic space of consciousness for self-healing. As you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. Hi, everyone. I am so thankful and I'm so grateful for all of those who have been sharing my podcast with their friends on social media, um, actually across the waters. Yes, my podcast is reaching everywhere. And just remember what you need to do. Share so your friend, your neighbor, or your community, especially your family members who celebrate you, can start living their promised land within today. What happens when you spiritually victimize? Well, we already know that you walk around and you are in your own darkness within your own subconscious mind. What is that? Well, that's the whispers you whisper to yourself that no one else can hear. And sometimes they can hear it when your whispers are overflowing and they are ready to bust or you are repeatedly getting hurt over and over again, they will come out and they will manifest. Somebody going to get hurt. So this is what you see around the world, even in walls. The seed I talk about is a seed that's, that's been there from day one. And this seed can be different seeds if you know anything about planting. But these are the bad seeds. So when you hear me say religious shackles and seeds, it's the seeds that was put there from day one. These are the same seeds that was in the, the religious sectors that, that always confronted Jesus, who's the master prophet, the, the master teacher, who's the master of manifestation. And they was angry because it really was taken away from them because they was the religious sectors who wanted to be seen. And that was the outward. They wanted to be heard. They wanted you to see. You know them today. They still out there today. Now, some of you say, well, Miss P, that's the back in the days. No, you you will never know who you are or where you're going until you know where you came from. Now, you might have not been in that century, but you're great, 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 great. And those seeds travel. And this is what I, I have been talking about in my podcast. And one of the things, I covered a lot of things, but one of the things um, I definitely covered was, I'm going to make this a part two because the spiritual victimized is really out there. And even to this date, we see pastors getting richer and richer. And don't get me wrong, I am not here to bash your pastor. But this is those pastors or spiritual leaders, they come in, you know, these will be the deacons, it can be uh, the prophets, it can be, uh, you know, the evangelists that literally prosper, but nobody in the church prosper. Now, if you got that good pastor and he's teaching you 
and he's bringing the word and he's feeding you and he's feeding your soul and you should be prospering. Now, everybody is not going to go to church and learn and listen to what the pastors say. So I'm not blaming all of them, but it's it's the pastors, the evangelists, the, those who give the word, the apostles who give the word, who's supposed to, their mission is to go forth and show people, point to people who is your source, your highest source and how that highest source bless you. How do the highest source bless you? Bless you so you can live in your promised land. Your promised land is what? Whatever you desire that is good, that do no man no harm. Because it's not about you. It's about everyone around you. No, you don't get, you. I'm not saying you get a, a $100 raise and you go just put it and give it to everybody. No, what I'm saying is living your promised land you first have to fall in love with the creation. The creation is you. Well, how about those people, and we discussed as atheists, and they said they don't believe in God or whatever. I explained to you that atheists believe in God more than the average church-going people because the atheists understand that he loves himself. So he can say all day long, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in all of that, but he believes in himself. And when you believe in yourself, you really, by default, believe in your creator. You may not say nothing. You may not say the word God, but you you know what is still God. You have a you want to give it names. Do you understand? Where the church goer is nothing wrong going to church, but some people live in the church, and the lies that they are taught that that if you don't come every Sunday, if you don't Sunday and then Wednesday and then drop what you're doing and and don't cook for your husband, you come and bring your your meal to the church to your to the pastor. I've been there. So you 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 know, just in case some of y'all are thinking, I mean, how does she know this? I've been there. I've been there when I first when I first this this chose to listen to that supreme highest spirit that was calling me to my promised land. See, you 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 born here and then you think that you uh you got a promised land and your promised land is not really your promised land because the first thing you do, you notice yourself, you know notice your cover, you notice the labels put on you. And see, you go to the church because the church really is a spiritual hospital. But you're not being taught right. So see, I'm here to teach you that you can live in your promised land through many sources. And one of the sources, not only love yourself as a creation, but you love the creator. And the creator will guide you and show you discernment of how to go through this world, our life, your world, and bless you in the process because he give good gift, just like you would give good gift to your kids. So that's just a little bit about what I'll be doing. And today we are going to go ahead and I'm going to do part two. The last one, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Stop this recording. Go back and listen to it. It's called Help. I've been spiritually victimized. And that um, actually was episode 10. And I'm going to go into episode 11. And what that was about, basically, is you walking around with your whispers, your silent whispers, because you have been shamed. You have been used. You have been victimized. It can be spiritually or physically, or, or excuse me, I say spiritually, 
Because that is the inside of you that's that this part that no one sees that is hurt. And then it's those who have been physically, you know, we don't really want to go there, but we are going to go there. Because, see, most pastors or spiritual leaders don't want you to tell them this. This is going on rapidly. It is going on so rapidly that seed, even back then, that was always confronting Jesus is still, it need to be pruned. It need to be cut. And that seed, you, sometimes you can see that seed. We talked about the, the, the week before last. I had a special guest, Regina Brown, on my show in reference to a book I did called Ask Jalen about her son who was labeled autistic. And we both learned a lot because of a label. We also learned that you have to catch those seeds that is put on your children at a young age because then they start when they get to their teens, they try to figure themselves out and they go to the nearest place where these particular seeds hang out. I have them. Where do they hang out at, Miss P? I think I discussed this before. Uh I call them they said wolf living in quarterly. <laughs> they said sheep clothing. I say quarters, excuse me. One of the things uh, is, is that they live in the political arena. It's, it's nothing surprising to hear somebody, a great leader, was, was doing something that they didn't have no business doing. They was being led by their flesh, the physical part of them. I spoke about the education. The education, you remember that teacher that told you, you, you would never be nobody? And then they might have not came out and told you that. They might have said to you, um, oh, oh, you know, in a, in a, maybe you had to do a drawing or you had to do an essay or what do you want to be? I have heard this many times. And guess what? Because it had happened to me. I remember drawing the picket fence and all of this stuff. And and you know how you say, oh, I want to be with this. I want to be that. And, you, you know, some teachers turn up on you. Some of them even laugh because they look at you and say, you're not going to be walking out here making more money than me. Hello. Then you got the music industry, which I have nothing against your music because music is, is poetry. But I feel when you put that music in there and you're calling somebody a B who happened to look like your mother or could be your sister, something is wrong with that picture. OK, so you don't need a child don't need to know because hear that and it goes through your ear gate. OK, I'm not here to tell you how to how to write your songs or play your music. But if that music going in your ear gate all day long, do you notice why when you finish listening to a song, you just all of a sudden you find yourself humming it? You know why you humming that song? Because <laughs> it went down into your conscious and it's going to soak into your subconscious because some of us go to sleep listening to that music. Ask yourself, what type of music is this? Is this music helping me? Or is this music making me angry at somebody? <laughs> I laugh because y'all don't get it. I'll leave my music alone. Okay, I'm going to leave your music alone. How was that working for you so far? Now, we went to the media. Of course, I talked about the commercials. The commercials, oh my goodness, I'm getting ready to go watch me a good movie tonight. But when you literally, how should I say, the community, the pharmaceutical communities, I, I don't know if I can blame them. You look at the commercials and you know what happens. It's all about this. It's all about that. And if you have this, you have this. Yes, you want to get that out there. You want to advertise. 
but it should not be advertised, especially at night, back to back to back to back to back. What are you telling me as a person that it is normal for me to be sick? It is normal for me to go take these medicines? What about commercials, holistic commercials, about how you should not live in places that I, I would say the arches. You shouldn't live in every fast food restaurant. You shouldn't be going. I remember they used to have the real, real big, big, big double, double, double drinks. You shouldn't live off a of soda. I know people who, who told me, you know, growing up, I don't drink water. And I remember some of them saying people and they literally all kind of things start happening to their body. Now, I know also a lot of it goes, it has to do with your mind, was what you feed in your mind. It's not also in your body. All of this comes to, all of this come out and it has to manifest. Manifestation, it'll come out in some way, even if it's a diseasement, which is a disease of your body. So this seed is very, very real. Um, I also said social uh, media. You know, with so many people on social media are cutting up. And they still ain't even learned that some colleges are determining, using that determining factor of what you say or said on social media, whether or not they're going to go ahead and accept your enrollment. It can be uh, jobs are looking at social media now. They're looking to see if you're an influencer. Are you doing good? You know, can you get that crowd? Can you build that crowd? That's a good part, but it's a bad part on there too. People start fights. People doing all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, you think that they, it's a thing that they, um, I heard in one neighborhood that's bad, that what they do on social media, they, they start laying each other out and then they say, hey, go ahead and meet me. Let's meet at this mall. And then that's the, that's the spot everybody go to at a certain time to see them fight. And I know because I was at a different mall across town and I could not believe that they stood right there. And I said, what did I manifest that they walked right past me? And then they start to fight and the cops came and I went over there and I talked to a security guard. And he said, this happened all the time here. It's a thing with the teenagers. Now, me growing up and I come from the Bronx, you know, we didn't have morals. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, if it was a fight, I know it might have been a fight in the park or you just didn't know where it was going to be. But we didn't say, hey, let's meet us over here. I mean, now now look at social media. Well, Miss P is not that bad. Yes, it is because then we have a president won't he won't even mention his name. Then he say everybody meet at the White House, and what did he use? Social media, social media. Amen. Now we got the food industry. The food industry is the drinks and all that I told you about. We got the medical community who feed the system, and they don't feed. Because they don't turn around and say, hey, let me feed your soul, your body, mind, and soul. Everything is not a pill. And I call them the biggest drug pushers out. Yes. Go to the doctor. You want a pill? You want a pill? I, I have a great doctor. And I know um, it was the time she said to me, why are you here? And even the person who be taking all the notes before the uh, high blood pressure, before the nurse come in, the doctor come in. She, she said to me, oh, my God, you're not on no medication? Listen, I've been sick, so I know how it is. I've been there where I didn't care what I was putting in it into my vessel. 
I didn't care. I mean, it, and, it, and it manifests. It will manifest eventually. It's a combination of what you go through in your mind and body and soul. I believe in balance. Um, also, I said the home. It is so much of Bruce in the home that people don't even want to talk about it. You know, what do you do? And then I have in the streets, you got the pimps, you got the drug pushers. And these are not the one that's in the medical community. Hello. And you got all of these people out here that wants to pull your child. Why do they want to pull your child? Because if you can get the child at a young age, what's going to happen is by the time they become an adult, they all messed up from the floor up. Hello. So, you know, we talked about that. And the reason what I'm going to talk today about is the same thing. People are hurting. Some of you feel like you went to hell and you went to back, went to hell and back. And then you went to hell and back again. Why do I say it like that? Because you repeat history. You get the same old no good Jojo. You get the same old Raheem. You know, you get the same old Tony. You get the same old Peter, whatever, your heart desire. And you just go in circles. Then this this person, you look up and you say, I just quit this guy. I had to run from this guy. He was a narcissist. Then you turn around and meet somebody else and he's a double narcissist. So you see how that C repeats? You scarred because mentally and physically you were scarred. But what hurt you the most is when you can't, you know, you say, I don't trust this. I don't trust politics. I don't trust that. I understand that. But how about the spiritual community or religious community who really don't know nothing about spiritualness? But when you go to them, what happens? You know, there's people out there that are trust a psychic before they will go into their community and trust their pastor. And that's sad. That's sad that they wake up to a psychic. They go to lunch to a psychic. You know why? Because they can't even go physically to their pastors or anybody in the spiritual or in the religious sector. Because they, what do they do? They're ready to pounce on you. They're ready to to do something that they ain't got no business doing. Because we got these pastors out here who cannot control their libido. Let's keep it real. The first lady is running around the church making sure she, she got enough to do then to turn around and look up and see somebody always in her husband's face. Could you imagine what she's going through? And vice versa, that seed is in her. It's men out there that can tell you a story that you would never believe. Because if that seed can get to anybody in the head and mess up the head family, the whole family is just blue, blue. So you you walk around and you're scared. You don't know what to say. And all the places I, I, I name, most of those places, you not, you're going to get in trouble. If you're if you a young child and you've been touching places you couldn't, you, you know you're not supposed to have been touching. You don't have a mother or a father who have this um, idea that their priest, their pastor, their reverend, their apostle is the, is the next best thing to God. What are you supposed to go up there and say to them? I have heard horror stories. I remember um, once this this young girl said that she would, her mother would let us, uh, I don't want to just put it on Pacifics, but uh, it was actually a priest. And he would come in and he would, around a certain amount in the evening, you can say, and he would pray over them. And so she said she would close the door, let him go in and said, this man was 
messing with her. And she got to the point where she cried and she went to her mother and her, and she said, you know, father so-and-so is touching me in places and her mother smacked her. See, that hurts me. Because see, you have to know who you are. And when you know who you are, you got to know who your, your father is. And you will never know who your creator, your supreme glory is until you read the manufacturer book. You will never know anything in your house, any technology or anything. You get a pamphlet and in that pamphlet, you got to get an idea of what's going on with this. And how do I how do I work this? How do I uh, work it? How do I keep it functioning? You understand? The, the Bible is your manufacturer. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's coming from the manufacturer. And he's telling you, here go a blueprint. Here go a pamphlet. This pamphlet is for you to get more information about yourself. You don't believe that you is about you, yourself, the unseen self. So you walk around in a place of embarrassment. You walk around in a place of shame. You hate yourself. But because if it's a spiritual leader, you start hating God. Why did God let this happen? How did this happen? And you know what? The shackles have you where you're supposed to be, where they want you to be. Never giving yourself over to your spiritual side. God is a spirit. That seed wants you to focus on your flesh. And if you don't have your spirit in check, you won't have your spirit. Your, your your physical self in check, your flesh. You hear some people say your flesh. That's why people are running rampant. Oh, I can't get enough. That seed is everywhere. I can't get enough food. I eat chocolate cake all day. Oh, I can't get enough sex. Hello? I have people, I'm a, a consultant. I have I had had countless uh women come to me and say he's he's just sleeping around, he's running rampant. And, and if you think about it, they don't even care if they catch a disease. They don't even care. And you wonder, what is your mind? They all they like, I got to satisfy my flesh. You know why they satisfy their flesh? Because they don't know how to satisfy their spirit. And in order to satisfy your spirit, you have to have a desire, an inner, an innerness that's driving you taught with something higher than you, higher than the sky you can see, above the clouds you see when you're in a plane. You have to know that something is there. It's not just here. That's why so many young people are taking their lives because it's not, it, 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 it's no surprise to me because they don't know. They think this is it. They think this is it. I mean, I'm going to like this life. I'm going. And then you have other groups of religions that tell them, oh, you're going to really reach your, 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 your promised land of heaven once you do this terrible act to somebody and then yourself. You cannot walk around and let everybody, I'm telling you, that seed, that religious seed, that religious seed will keep you away from your loved ones. That religious seeds will keep you running from your loved ones. That religious seed will keep you from marrying the person you're supposed to be married and even having a happy life because that religious seed will come to deceive you, to pull you away 
from knowing your source, your true source. You know why? Because your source wants you to live in your promised land. Your source wants you to literally be rewarded. Not for you to walk around and like a lot of the pastors and just say, oh, I'm just rich and I'm just making money. We're not talking about the pulpit pimps. Yes, I said it. Don't get mad at me because they are out there. Every time you turn around. Okay? But see, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm beneath all of that. That's why I wrote this book because it's something that they don't really know why they keep doing it. You see the same pastor turning around after he get caught, he go back and do it again. He don't even know it's the seed. You need to, some of y'all need to get my book and you need to go up to some of these people in the church, some of these churchgoers who know they don't know God, some of these pastors, these deacons and all that, and you need to give them my book so they can understand why they are acting a fool. They don't even know. And unfortunately, we can't go back but we can revise what you went through enough that you can change your story around and you don't have to go and live in the past. You can go to the past and you can revise what happened within your mind and then you can come back into the present and then you can feel good about yourself because you forgive yourself. You're not alone. It is countless people. It's countless boys and girls and teenagers. And it's and that's why you see in adulthood, you got so many people that they're out of their, their mind. Their mind is going crazy because they, they stuck in the past. See, my job here is to show you the truth is for you to not only know the Father, God, Supreme, whatever you want to call them, but long as you call it good. Made you, made you so special that you have a gift that is needed right now today. People need you. So whatever obstacle that you have been through, remember that obstacle is a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone for you to go forth and help all those other people. Not only help prevent them to go through what you went through, but to help lead them out so they can go ahead and enjoy their promised land. Because see, the promised land really is not for you, but it is for those people. So your reward is to help others. People say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to I just don't understand. It doesn't mean you don't have to be in a pulpit. Don't believe that lie. You can be at your job. And some people turn their cubicle into a counseling section. You too got how many people up there? They're working it. What do you specialize in? What gift did God give you? That gift that he gave you was not only for you, it was for them. And God, yes, will bless you. Yes, you can be a spiritual leader and you can be blessed. I'm talking about the spiritual leaders that know God. I'm not talking about the spiritual leaders that know their flesh. They, they, don't, know, they don't know nothing about the spirit. That's why I said to you, people go to a psychic. The psychic know the spiritual realm more better than the pastors. Astrologers know the, the physical, the spiritual realm, excuse me, better than someone, in um, a pastor, a reverend. Why? Because really the downfall is, is that they don't know nothing about the spiritual realm. They think the spiritual realm is ghosts and warlocks. No. See, Christianity 
is really a point where you're supposed to imitate. The purpose of Jesus coming here was to show you how you're supposed to manifest, how you're supposed to multiply, and you're supposed to manifest, and you're supposed to heal, and you're supposed to pull people out of what they, whatever they're going through. But we just turn around and we go to the church and we fly to the church and we look up at the pastor and say, could you read the Bible? Could you feed me? I can't be, I don't know how to feed myself. You need to feed yourself. We will touch bases on that, but you need to feed yourself because that way, no harm done. I'm not saying you don't go fellowship at the church. Fellowship and and bring songs and hymns and all of that together. Come together and learn and be fed by the pastor. But you got to have the you have to have the right spiritual leader. Don't get all into the fact that somebody, one person had that seed that messed you up and then you say, I have nothing to do with God. You know, when you was a child, yes, your parents should have protected you. But when you grow up, that manufacturer book that's usually said, <laughs> that Bible is usually sitting on everybody's coffee table. Pick it up and look, look at it. You'll be shocked. Go to Proverbs, look at it, learn it. And you will learn everything about everybody and everything in this world. And you will be shocked. And you'll be shocked at some of the things that the pastors in the pulpit preaching is not even in the goddamn book. I'm telling you, I'm telling you here, for those of you who have been so hurt and so shamed, come out. Forgive yourself. Forgive them. And tell them to go in peace. So I hope today brought you light that you have a purpose. That purpose might have been interrupted. It might be obstacles when you look out your window, but you can change those obstacles, excuse me, into opportunities. And you can go ahead and start living in your promised land today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming into my space. Now go get your promised land. Please share on all social media platforms because I don't know who you know. Leave a manifesting review or testimony so others can reap their harvest too. Don't forget, it's about others. It's about you, but you can't not help nobody unless you help yourself first. Don't miss this opportunity of ordering my book, Spiritology. It's on Amazon. And what's new? What's new is... The book that I had called Ask Jalen is number one new release. And it's, a, it's my first children book, children teen book about an autistic boy named Jalen giving advice to the unique who have been bullied. It's a great book. It's one of my best books. I'm going to say that besides this book. Remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to be Thank you.